So there were a couple things that were really important to us. We wanted products that were um, sourced responsibly and made sustainably. Um, but we also wanted to make sure that they were helping not only the planet, but others being it a small business or um, helping a charity on their own as well. So uh, when I couldn't find what I was looking for, I decided that there were probably other people like me who were looking for this. So I wanted to be able to be the resource to help them find it. Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. In this episode, I am talking to Leanne Pinard baum about her eco-friendly subscription box for pets. Through her brand, Pure Earth Pets, she's educating pet owners on how to create a more sustainable life with their dogs. But she doesn't stop there. Leanne also works with a lot of her vendors and small businesses in the pet industry to help them figure out how to make their packaging and business practices more eco-friendly as well. She really walks the walk and has thought of the environmental impact of every last detail of her business. In addition to saving the planet, Leanne has great advice on how to limit the barriers that a customer might run into when they consider buying from you. It's all about making the customer experience as easy as possible. Do you have sustainable and eco-friendly practices for your pet business? Come on over to the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group and tell me about it. Our private Facebook group is a great place to learn from other women in the pet industry and experiment with ideas for your own business. You can find the group by searching on Facebook for Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs. Leanne Pinard baum is the founder of Pure Earth Pets. It's an eco-friendly subscription box and retail website for dogs featuring sustainable toys and natural treats delivered to your door each month. Leanne has a bachelor's degree in economics from Binghamton University, a master's in public administration, and a certificate in entrepreneurship from Seton Hall University. She's also received the Huntington Chamber of Commerce 30 Under 30 Award, Long Island Center for Business and Professional Women's Achiever Award, and the Equity First Foundation Angel Award. Her passion for helping the planet evolved when she recognized that there were really no accessible, sustainable toys for her dog, Dover. She made it her mission to find them and bring them to the doors of dog owners around the country. She says, we do the research so our customers don't have to. Hey, Leanne. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thank you for asking. I'm really excited to learn more about sustainability for our pets. Um, This kind of trend on the podcast started when I interviewed my friend Veronica from Pup Cycle. um, And I like guess I never really thought that much about um, how wasteful a lot of our toys and and treats can be until this year. So I'm really excited to learn more and um, and, and teach everyone who's listening some some fun little tips about making their life more eco-friendly. Um, so what, would you mind starting off and just telling us how um, you decided to start your company? 
Definitely. So my husband and I were making small changes to help our own lives be more sustainable. We were switching from plastic straws to reusable straws. Same thing with cups. Uh, we made sure that we weren't using plastic bags at the grocery store. And I was trying to just find out more ways where I can implement more sustainable options. I think it's really important to recognize that those small steps really do make a big difference. And if each person does a small step, it's going to make a huge difference for our planet. So when looking for that, I was like, well, Dover, our dog, he won't know the difference between something that's recycled, upcycled, or biodegradable. So let me start buying sustainable toys for him. And it wound up being very difficult to find. So there were a couple things that were really important to us. We wanted products that were um, sourced responsibly and made sustainably. Um, but we also wanted to make sure that they were helping not only the planet, but others being it a small business or um, helping a charity on their own as well. So uh, when I couldn't find what I was looking for, I decided that there were probably other people like me who were looking for this. So I wanted to be able to be the resource to help them find it. I love that. I was I was doing some research earlier this year um, and remember reading that millennials are like 70 times, 70% 70 more likely to support a business that has some kind of like social change policy or is sustainable or eco-friendly in some way. So I, I do think it is really important to people, but, but you're right. Like if you're looking for something that's responsibly sourced and sustainable and also high quality is going to last for a long time and also make social change. It's like a lot of boxes yes. to tick. So it's hard to find. So, so once you did kind of do some of this research, um, why did you decide instead of just buying these things for your, for Dover and for your own family, why did you decide to make a whole company around it? Yeah. So because it was so hard to find, um, I wanted to make it easier for others to find because Part of the market research that I've done and in talking to people, if it's not at the tip of their fingertips, we live in a society where we're constantly um, turnaround time. Amazon sends packages within a day. <laughs> um, we can find anything that we want, any statistic, any fact within the tip of our fingertips right on our phone. So in this world where we're trying to find things quickly, um, when people have to look for things, they're not going to continue that. So I wanted to make sure that I was making it easy for other people to find so they didn't have to jump through all the hoops that I was jumping through to make the planet better and include their dogs in that transition. And so some of the business practices that you have, like you do really fast shipping. <laughs> Was that kind of part of that decision process? Yeah, definitely. So we ship out our subscription boxes within 24 hours and we then send out our subscription boxes on the first of the month. So you know when you're getting it, you know when to expect it. And of course that fast and uh, free shipping for our subscription boxes was really important for us to integrate as well. Yeah, that's nice. I think sometimes you you want to sign up for a subscription box, but you're not going to get it for three weeks because of how the month is timed. Um, and that can be kind of, um, you know, a, a deterrent for people to sign up. So that's such a good idea. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about since you do have a degree in economics and entrepreneurship and, and all these things, um, I'm assuming you're good at the numbers side of things. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Um, <laughs> uh, and I know that free shipping is such a buzzword and you mentioned that you offer free shipping. Um, I know that that can be difficult for a lot of small businesses because it's expensive. You know, I just got an alert that, um, because of the anticipated demand, this holiday season, USPS 
CVS is raising their prices like 40 cents or something across the board. So um, how do you make those numbers work? Like, do you have any advice for um, ways to offer free shipping and still, you know, retain your profits? Yeah, well, it's not cheap. <laughs> um, offering free shipping as a small <laughs> business is certainly not um not a cheap way to do it. But for me, um, putting the toys and the natural treats in front of people across the country, in front of dogs so that they can enjoy it and um, pet owners can see how it doesn't make a difference in um, the dog's life. Like they, they don't know the difference of whether it's biodegradable or not, but we do. And the right. big impact that it has on the planet is just so, so important. Um, so I wanted to make sure that we were putting out free shipping so that not only can we get the, uh, our products in the hands of other people, but so that we can make sure that they want to get it. Right. So again, like eliminating any kind of like barrier exactly. <laughs> for people deciding to get this. And, um, and I think what's so great is that like, once they do get it, like you said, they see that it's not, you know, because it's biodegradable, doesn't mean it's going to like fall apart. Exactly. <laughs> um, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you know, your dog's going to still enjoy everything. And, um, I'm sure they love the all natural treats just as much, if not more, as other kind of treats. Definitely. Definitely. And that and that's exactly it. Taking down the barriers so people don't have to jump through hoops to make these positive changes for our planet, utilizing their pets, and also making changes for themselves once they realize how easy it is. Yeah. Um, so this is a great little segue. Um, I was looking at your website, and you have this little factoid that I just wanted to share with everyone. And it said that over 300 million pounds of plastic pet food and treat bags are generated in the U.S. each year. So that means like when you buy your dog food, like the bag it comes in or like the, the bag that your dog treats come in, it generates 300 million pounds of plastic waste. That's bonkers. <laughs> so, you know, you're you're obviously doing your part, um, but do you have any advice for people like DIY things? Like how can they try to cut down on this waste? Yeah. So definitely check in the packaging that the, of the company that you're, you're purchasing from. So for us, we always make sure that the packaging is either recyclable, biodegradable, compostable, um, you know, and for us, we're not only leaders in finding those products, but we're also leaders in helping companies make changes for those products. So we've had conversations with multiple companies who have not offered, um, recycle at least at the very least recyclable packaging and through the conversations that we've had they've started to understand the importance of making that change so with that um it's very important to check the packaging that you're already purchasing from, but it's always better to recycle or upcycle. So this past Earth Day, we had an Earth Day celebration where we went through um, amazing different recipes to make your own treats, but also ways to upcycle and make your own uh, dog toys. So one of my favorite dog toys, and I should say Dover's favorite dog toy um, that we made ourselves, <laughs> was actually um, made from cut-up t-shirts. So I took a sweatshirt of mine that I no longer wanted. And I wound up cutting it up and, um, 
and weaving it together, braiding it together, and attaching it to a toy that he had kind of gotten bored of. Just like people, dogs get bored of toys too. So I repurposed this toy that uh, we do have in the shop. It was an earth ball, so it was perfect for Earth Day. And I strung the (laughs) t-shirt through it. So I repurposed this toy. I gave it new life for Dover, but also I didn't purchase something new. And I think that's something that everybody can do at home. If there's an old toy that their dog is no longer playing with, figure out a way to repurpose that and bring new life to it. That's such a great idea because it might not seem like a, like a big move, like you're really making a big impact. But if you went to the store and bought something, you know, it's just like, the carbon footprint of getting that toy to the store in the first place. (laughs) And then like the plastic bag, it goes in when you, when you buy it from them and the packaging and like all this stuff, it really does add up. It does. And that's really what our business is all about, like taking those small changes so that it doesn't add up anymore. All of our boxes that we ship in are fully biodegradable and they're actually uh, printed with soy ink. Yeah. They're printed with soy ink so that uh, they're not, adding more waste to the environment. So if you do recycle them, um, or if you do throw them out, (laughs) um, they're not contributing to, um, to harmful toxins in the environment because it's soy ink. Okay. I'm going to ask a stupid question, but your, so your box, it looks like a regular cardboard box, but is it like a different kind of material that makes it biodegradable? Yeah, so it's a thinner material. Um, so the cardboard breaks down faster and it's biodegradable, compostable, recyclable, reusable. Um, and that's what was when we were looking for boxes, we didn't want something that was fully printed and fully colored because that adds that adds more waste to the environment. So because it doesn't have those excess toxins, so to speak. Um, oh, it, I see. Yeah, yeah, it makes it better for the planet. Oh, cool. And then, um, like you do print your logo on it, but you're using soy based natural inks to do that. Yes. Oh, very, very cool. I never, I never thought about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We've, you know, like I said, it was really a, a labor of love when we were researching and trying to figure out what the best way to um, send our boxes, what the best way to have a subscription-based business um, that is environmentally friendly. We also don't include any cards. So in other subscription boxes you might get, each month you'll get a card that shows you what's in the box. So that to me is just excess waste. So we only email out what products are coming in your box so that we are not including excess packaging. Um, we also include a biodegradable and printed with soy ink. Um, I'm losing the word in my mind right now. Oh my goodness. Tissue paper. (laughs) Um, So it's a tissue paper packaging instead of bubble wrap or anything else. And it's just super, super environmentally friendly. And that's really what we were trying to accomplish. I love that you've thought of like really every little detail down to like minute things like the card that would go in and emailing it instead. That's such a good idea. Thank you. And I also, I also think it's really amazing that you're working with your vendors to help them, you know, make more eco-friendly packaging. Um, you know, it's like a, like a, um, what do they call it? Like butterfly effect, Yes, <laughs> I guess. Um, you know, you're not only educating consumers, but you're actually kind of, you know, re-engineering the industry a little bit in your own way, which is really impressive. Yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Small steps. I really, when I founded Pure Earth Pets, I really wanted us to be a resource, not only for our, our customers, but for um, other manufacturers as well. So through our blog, we post a lot of amazing content that shares either recycling, upcycling, different things that you can do with your dog, but then also what, um, 
what you can do individually for yourself that can make the planet healthier as well. That's such a great resource. And I know that everyone listening to this show and like my audience, everyone is, you know, pretty much small business owners. They might be like solopreneurs and it's just so hard to figure out everything. You know, a lot of us wear every hat in our business (laughs) and, um, it's just like, it seems like you have to research everything so much. So thank you for, um, you know, providing so many resources. It's really really helpful. Absolutely. Um, I was just going to say, I'm happy to help small businesses too, because that's really part of our mission as well. A lot of the products that we purchase from are not big businesses. They're small businesses, mom and pop shops, um, solo from solopreneurs, if you will. Um, and they're individually made, they're small batch. So it's just really important to us that we're also giving back to the local entrepreneurs across the country as well. Although I love what I do, it would be nice to spend less time working and more time with my dogs. Don't you agree? I always felt like if I could just get my website traffic up, it would open so many doors for me and my business. I used to spend hours posting my links all over the place until last year when I immersed myself in Pinterest and tried all kinds of strategies to grow the traffic I was already getting from my pins. And guess what? In about a year, I was able to grow my site traffic from Pinterest 25 times. More traffic means more consistent sales in my online shop new email subscribers daily, and now I'm earning income from ads on my blog. It's all about working smarter, not harder, and I'll show you exactly how in my brand new masterclass, Pinterest for Petpreneurs. After you complete this course, you'll have a system to use Pinterest to grow your website traffic, your email list, and your pet industry business. Explore the six lessons and bonus offers at wherewagrepeat.com slash courses. Enroll today so that you can be a part of the live Pinterest profile audits that I'll be doing for students this month. Get all the details at wherewagrepeat.com slash courses. So some, you know, at the very beginning of our conversation, you talked about looking for companies that, um, have a charitable component or some kind of like social change component. Um, and of course, since you really walk the walk and talk the talk, you support a different charity every month. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that program? Yeah, definitely. So when I founded Pure Earth Pets, my career has always been in fundraising. So I knew that it was very important to me that I wanted to not only give back to the planet through my through my company, but I wanted to give back to local organizations that needed the help as well. We have a rescue dog. So Dover um, was rescued from Texas and brought up here to New Jersey. And when and when we saw the amount of love and dedication that went into these dogs, we definitely knew we wanted to support pet-related charities. Um, not specifically rescues, but just pet-related charities that help our our forever friends. So we each month, we have a nominated charity nominated by our customers, and we donate a portion of the proceeds back to that charity so that they can further their mission across the country as well. And it looks like you've partnered with a huge variety of different kinds of, of nonprofits. Um, you know, what which, which nonprofit do you... Um, do you know who you're going to be supporting in like November or December this year? 
I don't. So I usually save it for the last minute <laughs> just because we get so <laughs> many nominations. So it's so hard for me to choose. Um, so how do you choose? Oh, it's so difficult. So for example, we've recently brought in more themed boxes. So with our, like September was a back to school theme. So we supported a charity that, um, that teaches dogs to be, uh, support animals. So that I just thought was so cute because they, it kind of went together back to school. They're teaching animals to be support animals for others. So it was kind of, um, that, that's kind of how I choose. (laughs) It sounds silly. I love it. It's very adorable. That's how I would choose. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I love a good theme. (laughs) Yeah, no, I definitely love that. But then also, um, I really pay attention to the need of the charity. So if they have, um, if they have a program going on or something that is, that they're trying to raise funds for, I really want to support that as well. I think crowdfunding is a number one way for nonprofits and small businesses and everyone to just get involved with small amounts of donations and supporting charities that have those ongoing initiatives is really important as well. And then we do include a little blurb about the charity on our blog, but then also in the monthly email that our email subscribers get. So they can learn about the charity as well and they can donate if it's something they choose to do um, on their own as well. Awesome. Um, so I, I, I want to kind of switch gears a little bit. Um, we've been talking so much about sustainability and everything like that. Um, but you've done a great job of growing this company and, and growing your customer base. Um, do you have any advice for people who are listening about how to get the word out and, you know, especially leading up into the holiday season, um, you know, any kind of like marketing tips for people? Yeah, I definitely think it's important to just stick with it. Um, I think we can all agree as entrepreneurs that it is a wild ride and it is a roller coaster (laughs) that sometimes you just want to jump off and never look at again. Um, And I think that it's just really important to stick with it. There's a quote that sticks in my mind and it's like, you can fall down four or you can fail four times, but that fifth time you can get it. And I think that's so important to remember that as entrepreneurs, you have to stick with your mission. You have to stick with your brand and believe in it yourself. And if you continue to put that out, even when times get hard, people are going to notice and they are going to realize that what you're doing comes from such an amazing place. Um, in terms of marketing, I think just building your fan base. I The very first thing that I did was start my Instagram and I have engaged with every single follower. Um, I've started messages with all of them too. And I really have grown to know and love the dogs that I am working with on Instagram. It's funny as well because I feel like I talk to dogs all day long <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> but um and I and I rarely, very rarely know the human's name. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, that's that's Tucker. That's Sally. <laughs> I know. I'm friends with a lot of dogs on the internet. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, okay, so this is the perfect segue now to ask about Dover. Tell us more about him. Yes, Dover is a riot. So we rescued him as a puppy. And, um, well, he was rescued as a puppy and we adopted him. And he has just been such a wild ride of love and um <laughs> I don't even know. He's got such a personality. You know that he is like, he, he almost is like a person. I want to say, but um, like he loves to try all the treats. So everything that we have is Dover approved. And I did that because I wanted to make sure that if my dog wasn't going to eat it, then I didn't want other dogs to eat it either. Cause he has a very 
very, very particular palette. Um, so everything oh. is, yes. So everything is Dover approved and he gets to taste test everything, which I think is his favorite part of the job. Um, and he also gets to play <laughs> with all of the toys. So he is just, he's taken this business by storm and I'm glad that he's pulling his weight and doing his job. <laughs> You know, this just listening to you talk, it reminds me I had an animal communicator on um, Liz a while ago on the podcast, and she communicated with my dog, Bert. And um, she and Bert had this conversation that she relayed to me. <laughs> and, um, and Bert said that, you know, I think that this is that wear wag repeat is my business, but it's really our business. And he does a lot of work. Like people don't understand how much he's doing behind the scenes. <laughs> so true. Like every time we yes. take a new photo, he's the model for it. He has he wears all the bandanas and he tries all the treats. And you could just tell when he's done. Like when I'm doing a photo shoot with him, he looks at me. He's like, Mom, really? Are we doing this again? Like I think you got it in the first <laughs> twenty five thousand photos. <laughs> there's but there it's like there's nothing like working alongside your dog. And like you said, it's like you have a taste tester, you have a model, you have like everything right there in your dog. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And he loves it. I, I at least I like to think he loves it. I'm sure he does. I'm sure. But you know, they're just happy to be with us. Um so, you know, adding treats and toys and all kinds of attention and stuff to the equation just makes it better. Definitely. Um, so I guess like the final, final question here would be, um, what can we expect to see from Pure Earth Pets in the future? Oh, so many things, I hope. Um, I would love to expand Pure Earth Pets from a dog subscription box to um, other animal subscription boxes as well. Um, we have been doing a lot of specialty boxes. So, for example, we just launched our birthday box where you can either get a happy birthday treat or a gotcha day treat, which I think is so super cute for uh, people who did adopt their dogs and don't necessarily know their birthday. Um, we also mm -hmm. launched a vegan box, which I'm super excited about a lot of our customers were letting us know that they wanted products that were um, only vegan. So we wanted to make sure we accommodated that as well. So there's a lot of things coming. There's a lot of excitement and I'm just really excited to keep growing this business. That's really exciting. Well, I can't wait to, you know, follow along and, and see what you do. The vegan box sounds like a really cool idea. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a hit so far, so I'm really excited about it. Well, I know just from doing – I used to do a lot of event planning and stuff here in Pittsburgh, and, um, of course, I always had some kind of animal rescue component to it. And we used to have a, a burger cook-off um, in our neighborhood, and um, the proceeds from the tickets benefited a local animal rescue. And so people bought the tickets to support the rescue, but then they came, and they were all vegetarians. They didn't eat burgers. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, and so it was it was kind of fun and we were like, oh, that makes sense. So, um, you know, the next year we had a veggie burger. <laughs> oh my god, I love that because it just also shows you that people want to support our pets. They want to support the animals, the rescues that we're working with, and um just really everyone wants to make a difference in their own way. So, being a resource to help them with that is super super amazing. Yeah, and I think like and, and listening, you know, taking feedback and um that's so important. It sounds like you really do that for sure. 
Um, all right. Well, can you tell us where um, where people can find you? And I think you might have a special promo code for people who are listening. I definitely do. So you can find us at www.pureearthpets.com or on Instagram at pureearthpets. And if you wanted to try our subscription box, you can use code wearwagrepeat for your first month free off a six-month subscription. Awesome. Definitely check that out, everyone, and follow on Instagram. Leanne will um, message you and talk to your dog. Always. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate your time and everything you're doing. You're making a really big difference in the community. Aw, thank you for saying so. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or Join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wearwagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.